Welcome back to the True Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, a show that's by sport PTs and for sport PT professionals. We're here to accelerate growth in your sports PT career while giving you the tools to provide your athletes with game-changing results. Here's your host, sports physical therapist and practice owner, Dr. Yoni Rosenblatt. True Sports Physical Therapy Podcast. I am the producer here. You won't be seeing me too much after today's episode, but we thought it was important to get the mics turned on and tell the audience a little bit about what they can expect to hear on the True Sports Physical Therapy Podcast with your host, Yoni Rosenblatt. I'm Casey Callanan. Like I said, just the podcast producer hopping on for today's episode just to get things rolling. All right, tell us about who you are, what True Sports PT looks like, the origin story, all that type of thing. Sure. So I think this is a great idea. This obviously came out of uh, your brain to have you on as an interviewer to kind of pull my story out of me. Mm -hmm. Very transparently, not my strongest point talking about myself. Uh, I know we got to get through it because I got to introduce myself to this audience and give us a little bit of a lens through which we're going to be looking as we put together this podcast for the sports physical therapist. So to backtrack a little bit, Again, I'm Yoni Rosenblatt. I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I've been in practice since, I think, 08, 2008. Um, I grew up in Baltimore. I'm a fourth-generation Baltimorean, so uh, I got deep roots here. Um, I went to the University of Maryland College Park, undergrad, studied kinesiology, Mm. which, uh, in retrospect, I actually should have had a little bit different of a major to to form my career as a physical therapist, Um, but we can talk about that. Um, in a little bit. And and some of that, also that information coming forward is going to be, how do we set yourself up? How do you set yourself up to be an outstanding sports PT? Um, So once I finish uh, my undergraduate studies, um, by the skin of my teeth, I got uh, accepted into University of Maryland, Baltimore. I got my doctorate downtown um, in in um, through the University of Maryland system, came out with a doctorate of physical therapy. A couple times in that education, I thought about maybe taking a different route, yeah. um, taking a little bit of a different detour. Um, and when I got out, uh, again, transparently, I took the highest paying gig that was offered to me. Um, and again, I would have done it a little bit differently. Okay. I ended up in a, a general orthopedic setting and I just wanted to treat athletes and it wasn't there. And they told me it would be there and it wasn't there. I would have one or two athletes a day. And I bet you there's sports PTs out there right now that are working in a general orthopedic situation or clinic and they get a couple of athletes and they're like, man, I would love to see more of this. And it's really, it was hard to find at that time. Yeah. So 2010, I started working for someone else, uh, kind of flipped clinics, took another job. Again, they said it would be sports. I helped grow that um, athletic population. Things didn't work out from a partnership standpoint like I had hoped and I said, screw it. I'm sick of learning what not to do. Mm. I want to do this on my own. 2014, I took that leap, opened up True Sports Physical Therapy in Fells Point, uh, Baltimore City. Ironically, it's in this beautiful 200-year-old church that had been repurposed into a sports uh, training facility. And we started offering the sports physical therapy side of that strength and conditioning and training. And that was 2014. And then... That's all I wanted to do. That was the mission was just treat high-level athletes with high-level care in a one-on-one environment. And it caught on like wildfire. And within three months, I turned from clinician into 
manager slash boss. I made my first hire, um, who's an outstanding clinician in his own right, who you'll hear from eventually on this podcast. Okay. Um, and so I just kept replicating that 2014 model where I treat, I fill my schedule, I hire again, and the process starts over. And so you're going to hear a lot about this this story, but yeah. fast forward to where are we now, 2022, mm-hmm. and we're at 12 clinics, soon to be 13 throughout the state of Maryland. We just went into uh, Pennsylvania, and we're trying to continue to create the ideal place for a physical therapist, sports physical therapist to work. Yeah. Also the ideal place for an athlete to rehab mm-hmm. and get better. And that's true sports physical therapy in a nutshell. And that's what I want to bring into this podcast mm-hmm. is saying, how do we do this right? How do you do it right as a clinician? How does the new physical therapist coming out of school get into the field? How do they give the best to their athlete and their patient right in front of them? And how do we spread that? And there's so many different angles about it. And I love it. I, I love the business side. How do you do it responsibly? How do you grow yeah. uh, efficiently? And so that's what I'm looking forward to sharing. So. so when we talked about launching this podcast, it was really important for you to have a show that was for PTs. It wasn't necessarily for patients or for athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, why was it so important that this show actually be for the sports PT professional? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it was important for me to do that because when I founded the practice, it was about the athlete. And then as soon as I started seeing this team we were building around us to provide care to that athlete, mm-hmm. I knew there had to be a separate wing. It's not just about athletes reaching their goals. It is. How do we create a structure to allow the sports PT to reach their goals? Mm. And that's this podcast. How do we help you, the audience, the sports PT, reach your goals of being the absolute best at what you do? Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, it's 2022. I've been in the podcast game since 2017. That's why you're here, Chris. And back then, I felt like I was late to it, right? But the truth is, in my honest opinion – the more I do this, you know, everyone's going to have a different story to bring to the table. There's obviously other sports PT podcasts out there. We're not mm-hmm. the first ones mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, what do you bring to the table that's different than the status quo? Yeah. This is the way I see sports physical therapy. That's why it's called true sports. That which is out there is awesome. I think it's a very clean cut, cropped version of what sports PT is. What you're going to get here, and the reason I want to start this podcast is a little bit more unadulterated. It's great to have textbook knowledge. We're going to talk about textbook knowledge. How do you rehab an ACL? But how do you rehab an ACL in this environment? When when the rubber hits the road, what's it really like Mm -hmm. to rehab an ACL when it's not so smooth? What's it really like to try to spend time with those patients? What is it truly like? That's why it's called True Sports. And that's what you're going to get here. And that's why I thought important to create this thing. Yeah, there are others out there, and there will be more to follow. Yes, we're going to be new at this, and there will be some bumps um, along the road. But we're going to provide you our very best as to how to be an elite sports PT. For someone that's going to be utilizing this show as professional development, um, you know, why why regularly tune in every week? We're going to go once a week. So, you know, how is this show going to make someone be better at their job? Twofold. One, it's going to talk about the profession. 
It's going to talk about the way you interact as a professional, the way you gain buying, some of those soft skills. You don't get that in school. And that, that was a big learning curve for me coming out of school. It was one of my frustrations when I was in school. Tell me what it's going to be like when things don't go smoothly. Tell me what it's going to be like when I get an athlete, a patient that doesn't do what I tell them. Yeah. Tell me what it's going to be like to have a boss and to have a structure and how do I navigate those things? How do I grow? That's the soft side. I love that stuff. You're definitely going to get that flip side. It's going to make you better because we're also going to be talking about that clinical expertise and acumen. You're going to hear from awesome sports PTs from differing backgrounds. You're going to hear from sports scientists. You're going to hear from orthopedic surgeons. You're going to hear a whole host of range of across a spectrum yeah. of sports PT that you don't get in school and is not really being offered as I see it in the marketplace. Don't get me wrong. I have awesome colleagues and awesome podcasters out there. This is just a little bit of a fresh angle. Yeah. So talk about mentorships. I know that that was something that was important to you to bring to this show. Mm -hmm. Who are mentors in your career as sports, as a sports PT professional? And what would you say about someone that's young in this field? Maybe that's established in this field and they haven't really taken on a mentor yet. I think this environment is so different than when I was coming out of school and growing up in the profession in the sense that it's so readily available. It's so easy to find a mentor now, I think this, because of social media. Um, I think some of the struggle is, how do you know what's a good mentor? How do you know how to apply certain things? That's what you're going to get, hopefully, in this podcast. Um, and, and how do you really vet like we learned in, when I was uh, in graduate school, we learned about vetting publications and clinical trials um, and then scientific and clinical side of things. How do you vet the, the mentorship side of things? And you're gonna hear from a host of mentors on this podcast, that's what I wanna bring forward. Um, I found it really ref refreshing when I found clinicians that were both older and younger than me. Mm that I was able to vet and use as mentors. And some of them are part of the true sports team now and true sports family. And that's been eye-opening and refreshing. And that's what we want to bring forward. Yeah. So I want to get back to a little bit more of like the true sports origin story because, I mean, is, is this podcast going to be for someone that has those ambitions? Or are we talking business side or are we talking – actually making people more high-performance athletes? Like, what is this about? I think my answer to that is yes. We're talking about both those things. I actually think it's naive when you parse those. Okay. I think it's they run in tandem. And I think when you work for an organization or inside of an infrastructure that has figured out the business side, yeah. that can keep the lights on and allows you to, to lend your clinical expertise yeah. to your athlete, now you've struck gold, right? So my answer is, yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to hear both. I want to bring forward both. How do you do a business? How do you structure a business? How can a, a burgeoning business owner do this properly? Yeah. How can a burgeoning clinician work within a, a fabulous system to do it well? I want to throw you some curveballs here and do maybe like a lightning round. Um, as an outsider to sports PT, as just a podcast producer, I want to know about things that I'm familiar with when I think about yeah. sports PT yeah. as a consumer. Um, again, I'm an outsider, but the first thing I think of in this age of Google and internet is like, okay, if I need a sports PT, I'm just going to Google them. Mm -hmm. That's how I do a lot of things. Yeah. Right? So I would that's say, how, does. how do you deal with when someone, you know, is salty and gives you a bad review online or something like that? Like, how do you, 
deal with that frustrating element. Yeah. It's so different early on versus uh, once you get towards growth stage. So early on, I remember looking at those Google reviews like nightly, right? Like who gave me what, how many stars, et cetera. It's crazy that how important that is, but it is super important. I would call those patients. Hey, why why did you give us a two out of five? What was wrong? How can I make it better? Period. I think that's good business to to really be locked in. Then once you get to 30 physical therapists, you know, once you get to 10 physical therapists um, that are working with you or under you, then how do you monitor the athlete's reaction to what they're providing? Yeah. And, and, and so that, that's an array of systems that you put in. Um, checks and balances. How are you doing your electronic medical records to say, oh, bang, here's an alert. This patient gave you this review. Good and bad. Another thing that I do is I want to talk to the people that give us five stars. Yeah. I want to know what we're doing well. How do we double down on that? as well as correct, uh, you know, th- that which doesn't resonate or wasn't helpful. I agree with that because it's so easy. I mean, negative things just stand out more. So it's so easy to just say, oh, yeah, another five-star review, move yeah. along, move along, yeah. and then look for that one-star, the yeah. two-star, because those always stick out. So I, I actually appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I think don't let those one-stars keep you up at night, um, but dive into them. They're, they're helpful. Um, yeah, so what is – in your opinion, in the most broadest terms, you know, someone who's working in this field, how would you define excellence uh, as a sports PT professional? It's pretty amazing that the way, I mean, the way I gauge excellence is, are those athletes getting better? Period. Are they happy with the level of care? What leads to that, I think, is hugely your interpersonal skill. Mm -hmm. How well does that athlete know that you care about their outcome. That's gonna make you excellent. How do I measure excellence? How does that athlete respond when questioned about your level of care? So that's subjective, right? How about objective? How much stronger? How quickly were they back on the field? What's their reported confidence level? Stuff like that. That's the objective side. I think you, you merge those together. That's excellence. Okay, and I'm hoping that there'll be some more in-depth conversation about that some of those systems that you've built in place at True Sports and how other people can maybe, you know, do the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think it's going to kind of, it's like a look behind the curtain a little bit. Like, uh, what do you like that a company like ours has done? I'll bring other business owners on or uh, physical therapy owners on. And how do you like what they've done? Uh, what don't you like, right? Uh, ways to tweak. I think you'll you'll get a lot of that here. Okay, for sure, for sure. So I want some practical ways, like tomorrow, someone can start being a better sports PT professional. What would you tell them? Hey, listen, just wake up tomorrow. Listen, here's my answer is listen. Okay. As I cut you off, <laughs> <laughs> and I say listen, I think that's number one. Yeah. Listen to those around you. Listen to your therapist. Most importantly, listen to that patient. What do they want? Stop defining success by what you want, the therapist. Start defining success by helping that athlete or patient get to where they want to be. So to sum that up, it's today. Stop and listen. Okay. Um, Anything else that they could do? I'm saying like tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So if listen is today, tomorrow, what I want you to get better at is when that patient athlete walks into your room, as soon as they walk into your room, you are already formulating your theory as to why they're there clinically. 
they walk in with knee pain, let's say, my knees been bothering me, X, Y, Z, and you're asking them all these questions, make every single question lead you towards the answer you're going to deliver to that athlete at the end of that session. What is wrong with that athlete? What's bothering them? How are they going to get better? How are you going to help along that process? Answer those three things. Tomorrow, you're going to be a better sports PT. Okay, for sure. And then I'll just throw this one at you. You know, I've come across, I've worked in healthcare in the administrative role in marketing for a while, and I've overheard great clinicians say, I just want to be involved in patient care. Mm -hmm. I don't want to know about things like reimbursement Mm -hmm. and insurance. Mm -hmm. And they look at that as something that's going to take away from them being, you know, a great clinician. So what do you tell that individual that's like, Hey, I'm here just for the patient care. The business side is like a necessary evil and I'll do the minimum amount. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can just concentrate more on the patient care side of things. What do you say to that person? Today? I say to those people, you have an, you have an absolute home and role in this company, in this profession. Yeah. A while back, I would say, hate to break it to you, it's really important that you do X, Y, Z, not just treat. But I think that's something that I've learned as a business owner is you gotta set the therapist up to succeed with their goals, mm. right? And if their goal is outstanding, strict clinical care, that's the role. Find that role. In our world, it's called a staff PT, right? Mm. If you want to do more of that business side, understand it more a little bit. We got a role for that too, right? You want to get involved in more marketing, got a role. You want to get involved in less marketing, got a role. Um, That's a little bit different than in the past when if you're smaller and you're in the private sector, you have to wear all those hats. Do you think that's something that's unique to true sports or do you think – that that's going on everywhere in this field. I hope it's going on everywhere in this field. Um, it's definitely unique to true sports now because it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't like that, uh, I don't know, months, years ago, for yeah. sure. It's just a learning curve. And it's, it's also a piece of like where I want to come from with this podcast is I've definitely made mistakes that this audience is going to learn from, I hope, yeah. that I've learned from. And I'm not scared about talking about those mistakes. Tell um, us a mistake. Great question. Um, I have hired the wrong personality type out of need. Okay. That was a mistake. That is a mistake. Um, We've gotten way better as a company of figuring out who are our outstanding applicants, who's going to work in this system um, that we have, and just bringing them on because they need to be part of the family. Um, And so so those were big mistakes. Hiring out of need instead of out of want um, is something that we try to position ourselves around. Okay, and what about more specific to patient care and in the clinic? How, how, how has there been mistakes that you've made that our listeners can hear about? Uh, in, in past iterations of private practice, before I'd say I started True Sports, or maybe even at the very beginning, I just followed this model, this, this habit of patient comes in, they start on this. You got to do this because... I don't, I don't know, why, why, why is this patient doing that? Why does that athlete have to start on a heating pad? Is that a good use of time? Well, no, it's because you gotta finish up what you were doing previously. Yeah. That's a big clinical mistake. That patient is giving you their time, give them the absolute best. Maybe it is a heating pad, I bet you they could do that at home. I hear you. 
So I'll say one thing about working in the industry that I work in, which is essentially digital marketing, internet stuff. You have to be on, you have to always be seeking what's coming next, right? It's constant professional development. It's constant watching YouTube videos. It's constantly tuning into podcasts because let's be honest, I don't have the bandwidth to be out on the road traveling across the country to trade shows, Yeah. right? Young yep. family, Sure. you have a family, you don't want to be doing as much, you know, you want to cut the travel down, yep. but you also want to be efficient and you want to make sure you get that education. So I'm just curious, how do you stay on top of what's changing in the field and what's, you know, coming down the pike? It's almost like nowadays you can have this private circle of consultants whether that's in the podcast arena, which obviously you're one of them. That's how I found Casey was just hearing how great he is at putting on a production like this and knowing the intricacies of it. Because if you're going to do it, you want to do it right. You want to do it with an expert. That's Casey. Well, you found me through your network. Exactly right. And so that network is so important. What's awesome about now is that network, I could have a guy I've never met, but I'm listening to his podcast on 2.0 speed because I got a lot to get through from across the country. Yeah. And so building that inner circle and being super willing to open that circle. I think we, that's where you get in trouble where you're just listening, you're in an echo chamber and you're just listening to people that you like the way they sound. Mm-hmm. Got to step out and add to that circle. So to stay up to date, I listen to um, as many clinical podcasts as I can. I hire therapists from different backgrounds, from different schools, from different schools of thought that bring a new maybe new age, maybe a throwback, into our circle uh, of clinics and clinicians, and then trying to include everyone in the learning process. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Do you get it out to like trade shows and stuff like that, or do you just find it's not worth? Yeah, I I don't do a lot of trade shows. I don't even know if that's big in your... It is, it it is big, and actually we're we're gonna head out, it looks like, um, to our first trade show as a company because we're gonna start offering an outstanding continuing education series, which yeah. is, coming. Uh, it's coming, but also it's, it's the same ethos of what we're talking about now with the pod, uh-huh. which is the same ethos of what we do in the clinic, which yeah. is, it is the way I really currently see and the way we all currently see true sports, healthcare, physical therapy being provided. Mm-hmm. I wanna teach you that stuff. You're gonna hear more about delving in clinically. What does it really look like to get full extension of a knee? How do you do that? How do you get that athlete back? How do you wake up that quadriceps? What do you do when it's not working? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that without getting into the weeds. Um, that's that's what's coming, but that's coming at the trade show. In terms of how often do I get out to those, I don't make a habit of it because what's so important to me is pulling information from abroad and putting it in the brick and mortars. Yeah. And I worry about, like you said, being away from those brick and borders too Uh much. No, I hear you. It it seems like there's still a place for getting to conferences and sitting in on those talks and those lectures. I still, and obviously the networking component's big, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're looking at things like what, time management is huge, right? And the, the amount of time that you're, you know, let's call it overhead time, you're losing so much time just getting to the events. So that's Mm -hmm. why I've always been partial to learning spaces such as YouTube and podcasts. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons that 
I'm excited to jump into that. All right. Any other final thoughts before we wrap up this intro episode, just talking about what people can expect to hear from the True Sports Physical Therapy Podcast and coming episodes? Yeah, I could talk for six hours about this. So what's super important to me is that this becomes an interactive space, that we are open to, not just open to hearing feedback. We want that feedback. Send us an email to pod at truesportspt.com, mm-hmm. P-O-D at truesportspt.com. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you already know. Let us know, hey, I hated that intro episode you did with Casey because you looked shorter than Casey in the pod or whatever. <laughs> we want to hear what's going to make this whole thing better yeah. and how we can make your life better. So I think that's one piece that's super important. And then the second piece is I'm going to do my best as a host to try to bring forward that which I think is valuable. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try to do it from a place of humility, but with a with years of experience that hopefully color that. Um, and I'm excited to share it. I'm excited to get it done. I'm excited to get some awesome guests on here yeah, yeah. that can shed some light on an awesome field. This version of Sports PT is so different than it was 10 years ago. You have to be an awesome teacher because people are so distracted. You have to be an awesome strength coach because athletes need load and resistance and they need to be challenged and they need to be put in to their competitive environment. You also have to be an awesome diagnostician. So how well do you know the pathology and the physiology and how it blends together? I I am still so in love with this field of physical therapy and dissecting movement and putting forth interventions that I know are gonna help my athlete and I also love that business side. I love just looking at the numbers and the data and you're gonna hear that. And so stay tuned, share, download, hit us on pod at True Sports PT so that we can just learn what you want and you can spread the wealth and the knowledge and the excitement around an awesome field. Visit truesportspt.com. You can check out the website there, see what Yoni and the team are doing in the Middle Atlantic region here. It's it's unbelievable. They keep growing. They must be doing something correctly. So that's why you're gonna stay with us and you're gonna tune in each week. We're gonna we're gonna, you know, figure out what's going on behind the scenes there. Stay with us. We can't wait to bring you into our family. Thanks for listening to the True Sports Physical Therapy Podcast. If you'd like more information on today's episode, please visit us online at truesportspt.com. That's truesportspt.com. True Sports, what sports rehab should be.